to Popcorn for Dinner, everybody. This is Jeff. And Kelly. This week is Valentine's Day. Um, so for that occasion, we watched the movie Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big thing when a movie names itself after a holiday. Like you're taking claim of the whole holiday. Yeah. Like you better live up to it, man. Mm-hmm. They uh, really come out swinging with the cast list on this one. This this movie, this is a movie whose plot is look how many people are in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. The plot itself is kind of uh, a big bungled mess mm-hmm. of weirdness that sometimes relates, sometimes doesn't. I can't really think of any movie like this. I'm sure they exist mm-hmm. where it's like a whole bunch of stories that don't really connect but kind of interconnect and sort of overlap. But this was the first one that I've like sat down and watched, yeah. at least at any point in time recently. Yeah. So it's like the flaws in that kind of model <laughs> of making a movie <laughs> really jumped out at me. And I don't know if it's like this kind of movie never works or if it was just this movie. I can't really think of any other movies with that sort of format that I've watched. Yeah, I'm assuming they're going to be more chick flicky movies. I don't really know. That's that. That's sort of why I say, like, I don't know if it's the format or if it's just this movie. If it's like, if it can mm-hmm. work better in a format that isn't basically just like cramming eight rom coms <laughs> into one movie, make it a horror movie, and then we then we're talking. Yeah. By the end of this one, that was sort of what was in my head. It was like this is just this is like seven or eight different movies mm-hmm. that are just it, it was it was like they had a whole bunch of movies sitting around that didn't work and they're like just fucking cram them all together and we'll release it as one big movie starring mm-hmm. everyone yeah you know did you notice the tagline of the movie i i saw one poster i don't know if that had it's any, like I don't know. a story of love like that was <laughs> that's yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah that's like, that's sort okay. of what it felt like it, it was just sort of this like kind of <laughs> Love in all its different stages. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It <laughs> that yeah. I did I did eventually start just writing all the cheesy fucking like love <laughs> one liners that they lay out for you. Mm-hmm. Most of them from Ashton Kutcher. Right. Whose character name I will not remember. Because right off the top of the bat, I was like, it's gonna be impossible to yeah. remember any of these characters' names. The only one that I remember right now off the top of my head is Edison. That little kid, mm-hmm. because I was like, Edison, mm-hmm. his really? name is Edison. Ugh, I didn't hate this kid enough already. His name is Edison. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's Jeez. character was named Liz. Liz, okay. That one I remember. Well, I believe Ashton go. Kutcher was Reed. Reed, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Reed. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's, that's about it. <laughs> that's, that's all I remember. Yeah, he, he, I think, I guess he comes as close as the movie gets to like a central character mm-hmm. where like sort of his story kind of touches everyone's kind of yeah. does it i don't know um like he's the florist of the town so right. everyone is going through him for valentine's day and stuff i mean i, I don't think his story crosses over with jessica peel or topher grace and and uh and Anne hathaway, and Anne yeah. hathaway. yeah yeah it, it, because now, <laughs> now, now I'm just trying to think back and go through the whole movie again. Yeah, right. And trying to remember how the hell these people were related to each other in ways that sometimes are obvious. And sometimes I literally had to go back to the beginning of the movie okay. to be like, wait a minute, what? And then I, from then I realized it was like my own prejudices jumping in <laughs> that made me think it. Or really just what I wrote down in my notes. I wrote a joke that tainted my thoughts for the rest of the movie. And then I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Because the whole fucking movie. 
the the ringer of this movie is Julia Roberts. Right. Because it's like you get the queen of rom-coms mm-hmm. and you give her the tiniest, most marginalized part in the movie. Yeah. Well. She's on a plane with Bradley Cooper. And think, that's most of the movie. Yeah. Well, for her. She, she has more in the movie than Kathy Bates does, though. Truth. Kathy Bates gets the shaft. I was sad about that. I saw her at the top and I was like, cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's see where, where she goes. You don't and see then, her again until the last two minutes. Yeah ridiculous bullshit but like you know so you get julia roberts and it's so unfair because even the like lame dime store dialogue that they use for these characters Mm -hmm. is like charming and funny when it's coming from her right and so it's just like god damn exactly it's that's why she's a ringer it's unfair Mm -hmm. like i one of my notes was that i wanted to see more of her and bradley cooper interacting yeah i mean like that was especially because they just like once you realize what's going on with those two where it's like okay so he's gay and she's assumedly a single mom i don't know but you know she's in the military so i'm Mm -hmm. sure she's not thinking of like getting with anybody also yeah so in the sense of them just sort of becoming friends on the flight Mm -hmm. it made sense more in retrospect but at the beginning of it when she is giving him nothing Mm -hmm. and he won't stop talking to her (laughs) i was like I don't like this storyline. He's just badgering her. She clearly wants nothing to do with him. And then they cut away for another like 45 minutes of movie. Mm-hmm. And then when it finally comes back to them, they're like playing backgammon or something. What, yeah. what the fuck game were I, they playing? They were playing some game and they're like laughing it up and having a good time. And it's like, where are those scenes? How yeah. did they get there? Yeah. You skipped over all the good stuff in their story to tell all these dumb stories. George <laughs> Lopez is here for some reason. And, and then, and then her story winds up at the end that she, is the mom of that Edison kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's dead. I was 100% con- oh, yeah. convinced she was dead. Oh, yeah. And I went and I went back to the be- the first scene with the kid. Mm-hmm. And they don't specifically say that she's dead. Yeah. The, the, that- the grandma's like, he used to make homemade cards with her. Mm-hmm. And this year he can't. There's something like that. Yeah. Something really vague. But it makes you think like, oh, man. Because I wrote a joke as soon as that happened. I was like, this kid's parents died in some sort of horrible Valentine's Day accident. And that's the whole thing with this. Oh, my God. And so in my head, she was dead. And I yeah. didn't realize. I was like, oh, wait, she's not. I just, I made that joke. Yeah. I, I thought she was dead also. But one quick little bit you reminded me of is I'm glad that they, or I enjoyed that they referenced the St. Valentine's Day massacre. Oh, yeah, yeah. The kid in the glass. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, that ki- I, the fact that that kid Franklin, yeah, the fact that that kid has a relevance to the story because later his dad is the one who gives Jessica Beale or no Jennifer Garner the waitress oh, outfit yeah. to go do her shtick yeah. to McDreamy, her student's dad, yeah, yeah, and he's Franklin's dad, and that's how he knows. And so it's like this fucking kid who's been dicking around the whole time is he winds up coming in handy, or at least they just reference it later, like uh, mm-hmm. make this kid, make this guy kid's dad, whatever, yeah, make it all connect. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Small town, even though it's New York, was or, it? No, it was uh, L.A. LA. Yeah, yeah, okay, sorry, no, was... no, believe me, it's not like it was that. It's not like it was something that I was really, really, really sure of. It was just like, wait a minute, really? It was New York? Oh my god, I missed a lot. <laughs> like, I thought I just wasn't paying enough attention. So Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner didn't need to be in this. Oh movie. yeah, totally pointless. Could have been cut. Cut them out. Hundred percent. Thousand percent. Didn't matter. They literally did nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, honestly, 
it's not even like she was horrible. It's not even like it was like, oh, mm. my God, this is like embarrassingly bad acting. It was just like, I get, I get it. Mm-hmm. She's like she a just, doofus, but she, this character it, isn't going anywhere. Yeah. You're I, not doing it, it. This is pointless. Why am I watching it? <laughs> <laughs> the felt- like first sequence with her, I think, was <sighs> was was enough for the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like you but- you meet her and she has the bear and she's talks a bunch of crap about her boy like and her, my boyfriend wasn't there it was the bear and it's like okay so you're playing an idiot all right mm-hmm. move along you don't need to come back we don't need full scenes with you yeah and taylor lautner why was that news broadcast happening that was the most bizarre part is that it's like why are they just focusing on these two brain dead teenagers yeah. talking to the camera about <laughs> love like for your news broadcast who's watching that I- who wouldn't tune out immediately? <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I have no idea. Oh, and then that, then the dude being super creepy, the guy interviewing them, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I wish I was still in high school. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. Movie. You don't need this. I mean, truthfully, you don't need so much of it. I, I, mm-hmm. I That's that's the big thing about the, these kinds of movies. Like, you don't spend enough time with any one character to really give a shit mm-hmm. to the point where if you were like, okay, you, you need to chop off the auxiliary stories and get to the heart of it. You're like, I don't know. I guess it would be, I guess it would be at its heart, a rom-com about uh, Ashton Kutcher and Jennifer Garner getting mm-hmm. together yeah, with Jessica Alba and, and, Patrick Dempsey. and Patrick Dempsey playing the like shitty partners of them who eventually leave and then they find each other yeah so i guess that would be the main movie mm-hmm. but it's like it, it, it I, I don't care yeah when there's so much else going on that is distracting <laughs> you from that and you're not really learning anything about these people yeah <laughs> i didn't really care at all and they're all talking in these lame fucking valentine's day <laughs> platitudes like love is the only shocking act left on the planet really what about like a public hanging it's pretty shocking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just I hate that kind of junk. Or um, oh, where's that other one? Oh yeah. Uh, oh my god. Sorry, this one really got me. I had to write it down. So, Badrick Dempsey, he's dating Je- Jennifer Garner. I'm gonna get these names all fucked up too because it's like Jessica Biel and Jennifer Garner and mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, and, <laughs> and then there's Emma Roberts, and then there's like all these fucking names. Um, but yeah, Jennifer Garner is clearly dating. McDreamy, Patrick mm-hmm. Dempsey, mm-hmm. and then you see him, and he, you know, or she calls him, and she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Oh, just pulling into the airport," but he's pulling into a house, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, "I wrote McDreamy is a McLiar," <laughs> and, he, and he pulls up to the house, and there's his wife and kids, and it's like, "Oh shit, he's a married man." And then, of course, since they have like three seconds with these people, because they never show up except for the, I mean, the wife shows up mm-hmm. in the dinner scene later. But it's like you never see the kids, you never see any of that. It's like there's no no character there at all. They're just mm-hmm. they, they're just there to say a line, and the fucking line that they say is, "Oh, um, did you fix all the broken hearts?" Because he's a heart surgeon. Get it? But of course they would. The kid would phrase it that way. Mm-hmm. And it's then Valentine's Day. Yeah, and then he starts fucking juggling again, and the yeah. mom's like, "Oh, doesn't Daddy juggle well?" Like wink, wink. Get yeah. it? With the two ladies. All right, mm-hmm. let's move on. <laughs> Like it was so on the nose, the whole fucking movie. And then, and then Jennifer Garner at the end when she's getting her revenge, pretending to be the waitress, she says something about, "Oh, he give him time to like juggle his options." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that, that was the moment I was like, okay, so they are implying 
that his wife is like onto him about it. Cause I was like, if she's really oblivious mm-hmm. after this whole stunt of her, like, I'm gonna pretend to be your waitress and I'm gonna make up a special that describes you, the lion dirty sack of pig, or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> um, you know, it's like if if his wife really didn't catch on by that point, I would have been disappointed. But it seemed yeah. like with the juggling <laughs> remark, it's like, get it? Yeah. So let's talk about Reed. Ashton Kutcher's character. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of a, he's kind of your main character of the movie mm-hmm. for the most part. He's, he's like the first story that we're introduced to mm-hmm. uh, him and Jessica Alba. <laughs> God damn it. So many names. Him and Jessica Alba. Um, you know, it basically, you know, the first half of the movie is like, I asked her to marry me and love is great and everyone should love, love mm-hmm. and love, 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 flowers, love. And then like halfway through, you find out that she's leaving him and she's like, oh, I'm not ready for this. I got to go. And she takes his dog. (laughs) I mean, truthfully, I don't know who owns that dog, really. You you don't really know, but it felt shitty. Like, oh, and she's taking his dog. Yeah. Uh, So she bails. And then he's all like, sad, 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 flowers, sad. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, and then he gets together with uh, with Jennifer Garner, his like Mm -hmm. best friend. Um, He did seem a little crazy to me. Did he seem kind of crazy to you? Like the whole like love thing made him seem kind of unbearable yeah. and obnoxious. Yeah. It's like he wasn't just like a hopeless romantic. Yeah. He had a whole life planned out. He's like, yeah, three kids mm-hmm. and two dogs. And, uh, and well, I wrote it down. It was th- some chickens. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Like we'll talk about it <laughs> after getting married. Yeah. I don't know, dude. You got this whole plan in your head. Yeah. Uh, so that was weird. That was very weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess overall he seemed like a generally decent guy. Yeah, he wasn't like a bad guy. He was just like really over eager with that relationship. Yeah, especially like, again, you don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. She, Jessica Alba has like three scenes. Yeah. She has the opening scene where she gets proposed to. Mm-hmm. She has the scene where she bails on him. Mm-hmm. And then she has like the ever so briefest of scenes at the hotel later where she's like, I'm going to check into this hotel room mm-hmm. with my dog. Mm-hmm. And then the the clerk at the counter is like, oh, by the way, happy Valentine's Day. And I'm like, no company would ever make their people do that. Yeah. Who would do that? Like the fact that she says, oh, by the way, is like, oh, I forgot mm-hmm. to mention this part. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's Day. Like, I have to say this. Yeah. It's like that was yeah. weird and dumb. But then she's just gone. And there's no more talking about her. There's no more seeing her. So it's like, I don't know anything about what their relationship is actually like. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about their history. It, it, For all we know, him popping the question like that could have been absolutely out of nowhere. Yeah. And she could have been like terrified of him to say no. <laughs> so that's why she was trying to sneak away. Yeah. Like, we don't know. We know nothing else about this guy. Yeah. He could have a rap sheet I'll, or something. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> all, all we know is like the the like insinuations from everyone else, how they reacted, like surprised that she said yes. Like, yeah. No. Which was, yeah. Like, if everyone around you sees something like (laughs) he clearly was missing something or he is the problem (laughs) (laughs) very possible very possible who plays the grandpa oh i don't know i i I looked him up but i or i didn't look him up but i saw his name in the credits and i was like um i don't know it's a long way of saying i didn't look it up (laughs) (laughs) He is in uh, Princess Diaries with Anne Hathaway. <laughs> nice. Yes. He's great in that movie as well. I I find him to be a very charming old man. <laughs> hey, he's good. He reminds me a little bit of Alan Alda, the guy from uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Argo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love him. He's great. Or sorry, Alan Arkin. Alan Alda is the one from MASH. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big difference. I did like his his joke about you know, what's more park spelled backwards. <laughs> yeah, crap, crap room. Crap room. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that in school though. Grandpa. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that kid bugged me. I was not a big fan of him, and I was really not a fan of how that story ended with him. And I was also very confused by a lot of the things in his life. And okay, I don't mean the story of him and his mom. I mean the story of him and his obsession with getting his Valentine out. Yeah. So, okay, so there's this kid, and his parents are just gone. Mm -hmm. And since the movie doesn't spend enough time with anybody, (laughs) they feel that they can just gloss that over completely because it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, we don't have to have anybody talk about it because we're not going to be back here for another half an hour. The audience will just kind of forget, and we'll just keep going. Yeah. (laughs) So we can keep a secret (laughs) till the end of the movie. So the grandparents are like trying to help him be Valentiny or something like the grandpa. Mm-hmm. I forget. They drive somewhere. Where the fuck do they go? Oh, they go to the flower market, right? They go to the florist. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to get flowers for his wife. And then the kid asks Ashton Kutcher to, to help him get a Valentine. But he doesn't he does. He doesn't say who it's for. Right. No. He's like, I just need a Valentine. Yeah. Right. I think he might say for like for a girl at school. OK. But. He never specifies yeah. anything past that. Yeah, I figured I, I thought it was kept secret, but I was like, I could have missed it, too. Yeah. Um. So blah, blah, blah. A bunch of other shit happens. Later on, the kid is at soccer practice mm-hmm. with who I thought was his sister, mm-hmm. Emma Roberts. Yep. Until later in the movie, they start very like they start hammering at home that she is his babysitter. Yeah. And I was like, OK, so not sister. Gotcha. Okay. Well, because with her mom coming home during the whole like sex during oh, lunch. Oh, right. Never mind. Okay. No, it does absolutely make sense. And I didn't even think about it. Yeah. That's right. I guess it's because I just, I, I, I kind of just tuned out when those teenage sequences mm-hmm. happen. I did not give a shit about Emma Roberts or Taylor Swift or Lautner or whoever the kid was who played yeah. the other kid. I could not give less of a shit about them. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is so far removed from anything that I even closely <laughs> care about because they're not related at all to the main plot. Nope. In any way, except that the kid that she babysits mm-hmm. goes to the florist. That's the only and connection. And a student of Jennifer Garner. Either way. So there's a whole big thing that was not... Didn't it seemed like it wasn't given the importance it should have mm-hmm. when George Lopez ruined all those flowers? Yeah, because he gets out of the car and he's just like, ah, oh, geez, and it's like you ruined so many Valentines on Valentine's Day. Yeah, how do you not have more urgency than like, oops, the entire contents of my truck spilled out onto the highway? Yeah, <laughs> and like got run over by cars. He was not nearly panicked enough yeah. for what he had just done. <laughs> he did not understand the ramifications of what he'd just done. So the kid's thing gets fucked up. His, his Valentine gets ruined in the process and it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to get delivered. Mm-hmm. So the kid goes like super crazy and he runs out of the house. He sneaks out of the house mm-hmm. and then he goes back to the florist, right? He goes back to Ashton Kutcher and is like, you need to give me more flowers. You yes. owe me a flower. No, you owe me a Valentine. A val- okay. Or, or you owe me flowers. I don't know. Something. I wrote it down. Where'd it go? There were so <laughs> many. No, yeah. You owe me flowers <laughs> is what he says. So he gets him the flower. In the process of all this, the kid is, goes to a soccer game. 
mm-hmm. earlier. Sorry, yeah, that part got skipped. He goes to the soccer game and he's warming up with this girl who's the same age, mm-hmm. and they're warming up and whatever. A lot of hands for soccer warm-ups. It was like she held it in her hands and threw it to him and he bounced it off his head and then she caught it with her hands and threw it back to him. And it's like, she's not practicing soccer at all. Yeah, She's just catching balls with her hands. You can't do that. So it just seems silly (laughs) that that was their warm up. But he's hanging out with her and having a good time. And the whole time I'm thinking like, okay, he's getting a fucking Valentine for his girl. Mm -hmm. And it's like a sweet story because, you know, he has to sort of navigate it without his mom apparently for the first time or whatever. He's bummed about it. So it's like, okay, that's cool. And then it turns out, no, this whole time it's been Mm -hmm. because he's going to give a Valentine to his teacher, Mm -hmm. Jennifer Garner. And I'm like, all of this for that? You little dork? What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) I was hoping it was like an actually sweet story and not just an idiot kid story. Yeah. Of like, I love my teacher. And then he asks if it's the age difference that's the big issue. And it's like, dude, this is the dumbest shit. I hate it so much. I'm sure... Like, teachers out there might think it's adorable if they get one from them or something like that. Or maybe they think it's creepy. I don't know. Yeah. But in terms of, that's a terrible stake to to have a, a plot line of a movie hinge on. Mm-hmm. It's like, and he's going to give it to his teacher. Like, oh. It would have been a lot cuter if he would have just gone straight for Rika? I don't remember. But then he goes and gives it to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is nice. And he's like, that's all I have to say. And then the scene ends and their story's over. Yeah, well, that story's over. Yeah. And it's just like, that's what this was all leading to? So that he could, like a dork, mm-hmm. give a Valentine to his teacher and think that he could, like, there could be <laughs> any reciprocity there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Um, but then also he gives it to the girl who, like, he should be liking. Mm-hmm. And he can't even muster up a conversation <laughs> with her. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so this his, kid sucks. His supposed friend can't yeah. even talk to. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I didn't like that kid. I hated that whole plot line. And I just especially hated it when I realized what was going on. <laughs> I was like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Um, but then it turns out that he is the son of Julia Roberts. Yes. And so he, his story like unfairly cannot be cut from the movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause it's like, otherwise then there's no reason Yeah. for, julia roberts and it's a shame to cut anything involving julia roberts <laughs> she has that wonderful laugh when she when the with the peanuts thing where she's like oh i bet you she's gonna look over here every five seconds pretzels pretzels yeah the pretzels and then it's like can i get you anything like yeah bag of pretzels like two pretzels and she laughs and it's just the most like genuine julia roberts laugh that's the moment that I was like, this is unfair. Yeah. You're making me really like you right now, movie. But that's not you. Yeah. That's Julia Roberts <laughs> doing that. You have nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> what the hell was his name? The the quarterback? I didn't even. I, I wrote nothing. Johnson. Sean Johnson. Okay. Sean Johnson. I wrote nothing about that entire plot line because I was like, this is dumb. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whole time. And, it, and then once it was like, I'm gay. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. That's the only thing I wrote down was, I'm gay and I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's yep. that's the best this this whole plot line has to <laughs> offer is that little, like, that's, that little rhyme. That's the best I can muster. <laughs> it's just, oh, man. He, okay, he, I don't know who the actor is. Me neither. I didn't look into it. he kind of sounded like Brad Pitt. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about him. that whole thing and truthfully as much as i like jamie fox i didn't care about him either (laughs) i didn't care about his his character the newscaster guy i mean 
I I liked the character just because it was Jamie Foxx. Right. But his story didn't need to be there. It was like, I mean, I mean what what really was it? It's like him and Jessica I'm a, Well, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> I'm a sports guy. Like, They're oh, putting me on the this, like, like love. Loves- yeah, the love <laughs> broadcast. Mm-hmm. And he's bummed about it. Mm-hmm. But he learns to love. Did he have problems loving before? Like, just because he doesn't want to do a Valentine's Day broadcast doesn't mean he has, like, a character flaw. It's just, like, that's not what I was hired to do. Yeah. (laughs) There's not that much conflict other than, like, could you please cover this shift? And being like, okay. Because there was no indication he had any problem with love or, like, women or, or, you know what I mean? There there may have been something in that scene with Jessica Biel where she was breaking down, but I was too distracted by breaking down Jessica Biel because that was kind of hilarious. <laughs> Jamming candy in her mouth and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was good. She, I, I don't know what it was about her, but I kept not recognizing her and then re-recognizing her over and over again in the movie. I don't know what it, I feel like because like I remember her so much from uh, uh, fuck the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake that they did in like 2003. All right, didn't where, right, but it's like she just has because it's set in like the 70s, so okay. it's like just like long, flat mm-hmm. brown hair mm-hmm. all the time, and that's that, it. And that so, was kind and of that's her, her exactly. I was gonna say too. that was kind of her look back then, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's what I really, really remember. And then in this, she has it like all up and all sorts of crazy styles and mm-hmm. things, and it just completely threw me. I was yeah. like, Who the, who's this again? Cause she's because she's a PR manager or whatever, yeah. I was like, who's this lady here? Oh, my God, it's Jessica Biel. <laughs> and the next scene, same thing. I'd be like, yeah. who's this new character? Oh, oh my, wait, no, that's Jessica yeah, she Biel She just again. changed her hair again. Yeah. <clears throat> I wrote I wrote in my notes so many times, oh, fuck, more characters. <laughs> I was like, I was just getting a handle on what we were doing. I was counting, and there's, like, over, like, 17, like, like main, main characters. characters. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think of the what did you think of Anne Hathaway? Like that 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 sort of section of the story. I mean, I didn't hate it. I like Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. Like they're both fine enough actors. It was funny. She had her moments, that's for sure. Yeah. I definitely agree. But, I think mm-hmm. my yeah, obviously it's a rom com, so it's mm-hmm. gonna have like silly moments and putting people in precarious situations for the like mm-hmm. silly laughs. And whatnot. Yeah. But I just could not understand why she, like, refused to find real privacy to do any of her phone sex calls. Yeah. Like, to the point of just literally standing in the street and doing Mm -hmm. it. Or sitting in her office. mm -hmm. Like, feet from her boss's office. Yeah. Doing it. Snapping rubber bands. Yeah. And just, and it's like, I I loved her. Like, she clearly went, like, all for it of just, like, going into these characters that she does Mm -hmm. on the phone. It's really (laughs) funny. And I, I dig it a lot. And I get that the whole, like, the point of what, or what makes it funny is that. There's other people around it. It's like embarrassing for her and whatever. But I just, it just kept, it kept throwing me. I was just like, just go somewhere private. Why would you not? Apparently you have to do this. When later they sort of explain her like financial situation. So I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I guess. Cause I was like, she has a job. Yeah. Why does she have to have a job and also do these phone sex calls? (laughs) What is happening? But they kind of covered that. Yeah. Like she's just a receptionist. Yeah. And a hundred thousand dollars worth of student loan debt because she's a poetry major. Yeah. (laughs) Did you, I I don't know. It just seems silly to me that 
Patrick Dempsey would buy flowers for his wife and his mistress mm -hmm. at the same place at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so something seems yeah. like, I mean, and like in person. Yeah, that too. It couldn't just be like in an order online or something mm -hmm. like that. Had to yes. do it in person and like clearly. Yeah. <laughs> and with no like, I mean, come on. It was just silly. It was clearly just, you know, get it going, mm -hmm. get it moving, get the movie going. Mm -hmm. We got 10 other stories to talk about. Got to get these ones entertangled right away. Yeah. So that, you know, <laughs> there's drama. And also, God damn it. So, he, so Ashton Kutcher finds out that he's cheating on Jennifer Garner. Mm -hmm. He's like a super good friend of his. Mm -hmm. So he goes to her school. To talk to her about it, to tell her about it. And if this movie did something a little different with the rom-com formula, other than just making it seven rom-coms <laughs> in one, then maybe I'd I'd like it a little bit better. But it just the fact that it just still played the same fucking game mm -hmm. as every other one, just over a huge spectrum of characters. Yeah. Because he goes to tell her that he's cheating on her or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she like interrupts him before he can finish. And it's like, oh, is this all about how we're not going to be friends anymore? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And she just keeps talking over him and talking over him. And he can't explain it. And then she looks back to her classroom that she left 13 seconds ago. And it's become Lord of the Flies, apparently. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my gosh, I have to go and do this. I, we, we'll talk about this later some other time. I can't even stop talking right now for you to get any word in edgewise. I'm just going to run in here. And then they can't talk. And then, of course, mm -hmm. it goes on and on and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like. God damn it, movie. Yeah. You're just, it's the exact same thing you've seen a billion times. Just there's eight different versions of it happening at once. <laughs> or or later uh, when he gets to the airport and he wants to go and stop her. Mm -hmm. And he shows up and there's the guy who plays the dad in 10 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> yep. And Don't know the actor's name, but yeah. <laughs> again, I love him. <laughs> so he's there as the like clerk guy and he's not going to let him through. And he makes some sort of mention to like... You know, it's like, what, you think you're just going to run through here and stop her at the thing and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah, you know? And it felt like the movie maybe kind of trying to to yeah. pull the reins or pull the rug out from under the rom-com, like, formula. Be like, what, you really think you're going to do the whole run through the terminal and stop her before the plane thing? You know, you're never going to do that. And then yeah. five seconds later, he's like, go, run, go get her. Yeah. I was like, movie. Come on. You can't fucking do both. You can't make fun of the tropes of rom-coms and then literally immediately do it. <laughs> it's so, ugh, it, it was, it's almost insulting. There was one line that I really liked from Jessica Biel uh -huh. when she was walking into the Indian restaurant with all the decorations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the valet guy is trying to give her the ticket, mm -hmm. and, but her hands are full. She's just like, put it where you're looking. Oh, oh, right, right. He puts it in her, in her like cleavage, essentially. Yeah, like tucks it in on her like dress strap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So the American Pie section of the plot line with Emma Roberts and her mm -hmm. boyfriend, where it's mm -hmm. like we're gonna have sex for the first time, and that's their whole story. For one, I, I have no clue if it, if if it's. I mean, I, I know what it's for. It's to make the movie go along quicker because there's no time <laughs> to have anybody just like probe and dig into each other's psyche to learn things. You just have to say the things you're thinking yeah. so that the movie can keep going. Because I was like, why does she keep just like out in the open talking about their whole plan to fuck in front of everybody? Yeah. She's like, so we're going to go have sex. Yeah, uh, she we're going to have sex at lunch. Yeah. And then later in the movie talking to the not her grandparents, apparently, yeah. <laughs> but the grandparents of the kid that she babysits. And she's talking to them about it. And she's like, yeah, so we were going to have sex and uh, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, 
you're a teenager. This is weird. What are we doing here? Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why she was so open about it. Not that it, again, not to like be like, oh, that's gross. Kids it's, shouldn't do that. But it's just like, why are you making everyone awkward? <laughs> um, but I did love, like, you can't cut that part only because then you cut Kristen Shaw. Mm. Yes. And I was so happy to see her. And she has the best line in the movie simply because she's the one saying it and her delivery is so perfect. But when she's asking Emma Roberts, like, when she could do something for her or whatever and be like, we'll, we should be back, you know, like around two or something like that. And her response of, you'll be done having sex by then. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, just the way that she does it yeah. as a line, it's not necessarily hysterical. But her delivery of it is just so fucking funny. No, because Emma Roberts had said, tomorrow at lunch. Oh, yeah. You'll you'll be be done done having having sex sex by then. then. (laughs) Oh, my God. 24 hours from now, essentially. (laughs) I was so mad. I was like, oh, please be in more of this. Mm -hmm. And no. Alas. (sighs) No. And then there's the goddamn getting a car from someone bit when uh, Ashton Kutcher is going to drive to the the airport to get mm. Jennifer Garner mm-hmm. and George Lopez is like, I'll deliver the flowers. Like, yeah, but this truck is my only car. Like, yeah. don't worry. My cousin Flacco's got a car. For one, I wrote down cousin Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Joe, Joe Flacco. Um, but then after that, <laughs> it, once, once it sort of settled in what was happening and they showed the car specifically, I was like, mm. yeah, 110% chance cousin Flacco does not let Ashton Kutcher no. borrow that car for any reason. No. <laughs> like, that is ridiculous. To be like, hey, I know someone who's got a car is, like, someone who has, like, something you could borrow. Not yeah, like, they have hey, a, like, Honda. Yeah, or- <laughs> something sensible. Not like, hey, I got, I know someone who has an insanely expensive and specialized car. Yeah. Like, like he doesn't need the Batmobile. And- <laughs> he just needs to get to the airport. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And, yeah, absolutely not a chance in hell he allows that friggin loser to borrow that car (laughs) i mean if cousin flacco was cool he'd drive ashton kutcher to the airport yeah really but that's the only way that car is going to the airport (laughs) i have so many like it's it's such a hard movie to like look through my notes at because it seems like every note is about a different part of the story because they cut so quickly between them that it's like oh yeah this note's about the Julia Roberts scene, but then mm-hmm. the very next note is about the Topher Grace scene, but then the next note, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for one of them, I know they mentioned it earlier in the movie, but it really felt ridiculous that Topher Grace was going to dump Anne Hathaway over the sex phone mm-hmm. or the sex phone call things. And then he's like, I'm from Muncie, Indiana. I've never seen anything crazy in my life. So the it craziest it thing me out. I've done is yeah, leave, leave Muncie, Muncie, Indiana. Indiana. And I was like, okay, that really wasn't established due to the fact that you're like L.A. handsome and, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't seem at all like I, a Midwestern guy. They mentioned it earlier. I know. They said, like, one thing about him yeah. being, like, from Indiana. Mm-hmm. But that was it. It's not like he, like, does weird things or, yeah. like, doesn't understand this city life. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't seem like a fish out of water at all. He yeah. seems like he's been living in L.A. for decades. Yeah, he is well established there. Yeah, it, it was silly for him to be like, oh, sorry, it just got to my conservative sensibilities that I have not shown any yeah. <laughs> of this entire movie. <laughs> but also, really, you're going to dump Anne Hathaway because of that bullshit. Oh, come on, it's fucking Anne Hathaway. <laughs> <laughs> also that fucking party at the end the whole oh, big okay. anti-valentine's yes. day party <laughs> it, it was a good scene though it was 
I mean, I, a lot of I those guess... people we didn't know before. Like, the people who all showed up immediately after Jennifer Garner <laughs> were a bunch of strangers that had never been in the movie. And I was like, you have 40 characters and you're introducing more? <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about her breaking the piñata. Oh, not the whole party in general? <laughs> no. Uh, breaking the piñata and then when Jamie Foxx shows up. Right. I don't even remember what he did. I know he sang something, but what was he? He was just being charming with Jessica Biel. And then he was gone. <laughs> and then those stairs never looked so good. Yeah. Oh, my God. That, that whole ending <laughs> thing with those two, like kissing on the set, and then those camera people were filming it, and I was like, are they literally broadcasting this or are they just playing with the green screen effect? Like, I really hope that they're just playing. Yeah, with the green I hope screen. that's just in house because that is so weird to just yeah. be like, and here's one of our yeah. hosts and uh, <laughs> PR person making out on TV yeah. <laughs> with a weird green screen background. Without their consent. Yeah, they have no idea it's happening. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, I was so confused. When uh, Julia Roberts showed up in that kid's house at the end and was like, oh, I'm your mom. And I was like, <laughs> I thought she was dead. Because then I just realized, looking through my notes, that I wrote later, like, oh, okay, Jennifer Garner is the orphan's teacher. Like, he was referring to him as the orphan because I thought his parents were dead. I was so convinced that I had written that in here. So by the end of the movie, I was like, this literally can't be happening. What is this? Is she a ghost? What? 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 What is? What? I was like, is there some weird time paradox going on? I'm not sure what's <laughs> happening here. Oh my god, I wasn't sure what to what to really think of the Shirley MacLaine uh, and her husband bit, mm, mm-hmm. where it's like they were together their entire lives, mm-hmm. but technically she cheated on him once mm-hmm. with his business partner. With his business partner Joe. Okay, so she was an actress. Apparently. Apparently, because the movie they go to see in the park or in the cemetery <laughs> is a movie that she was in, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, so they're, I guess they're from LA, so I guess it makes sense. Like, she lived mm-hmm. here, she worked here, whatever. Um, but that really didn't come back at all, except just to be like, see? Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she was on the screen there. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't really go into it. And then she comes and interrupts the movie to come say sorry to him and they make up and everyone's cheering for them mm-hmm. is that what happened like yeah. it always does yeah or it's like you're ruining our movie we're all trying to watch it here and Congrats. it's like oh go celebrate off to the side please yeah seriously <laughs> it started with people getting mad at them mm-hmm. and then eventually they like were won over and it's like if, if if i was there i'd be the one person in the back still holding out like <laughs> i still think it's bullshit they should sit down yeah. they're not going to restart the movie Get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your love. <laughs> so I guess to finish it off, which of these stories would you have wanted to just see as a full movie instead of just being a chunk of this dumbass movie? Um, well, I already mentioned that I wanted to see more of Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts. Just a movie of them on that plane. I mean, for I for like an hour and a half I, bantering. Yeah. I'm talking about it like it's amazing. I'm not making fun yeah. of it. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's a 14-hour flight. You can make an entire movie out of 14 hours worth of stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that w- that's, there we go. That's the movie. <laughs> Honestly, out of all of the, like, relationships in the movie, Jessica Biel and Jamie Foxx, just because their personalities make for, I guess, a more entertaining couple. Um, I can see that. And like it makes sense, like they're they're a relationship that like makes sense. Like he's a sportscaster, yeah, and she's... she's a PR <laughs> rep for 
an athlete. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. And it's in a different world than a lot of rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Like as much as it was probably the the best formed story, uh, the whole Ashton Kutcher uh Mm -hmm. jennifer garner's story was just you know it's like okay so they're best friends and he runs a flower shop and Mm -hmm. it's just so generic and hallmark movie exactly so in this case it's like oh it's a little more high profile get some of those like celebrity sports cameos in it and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah have some fun well i guess is that kind of like uh isn't that what train wreck was about yeah sort of except but he's a doctor yeah he's he's a sports doctor Mm mm-hmm She's the something. Well, she's the the journalist or whatever. Oh right. So in this case, it would yeah whatever. Pretty much. Oh my god. My last note was the movie ends on let's get naked. <laughs> oh right, I forgot all about the, that fucking a voiceover. Yeah, that stupid radio DJ voiceover that they introduced at the beginning mm-hmm. and then have one line halfway through the movie and mm-hmm. then it ends the movie as well. Mm-hmm. It's like, did you really need one more character movie? <laughs> Another character for us to not care about? Jesus yeah. Christ. I, I wrote down one note about that voiceover guy, and I just mm-hmm. wrote, Romeo Midnight can get fucked. <laughs> I did not care at all. I was As soon as he started talking, like, hey, this is Romeo Midnight. And I was like, oh, my God, shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares at all. It doesn't even relate to the story. You're just talking. Yep. Please stop. This movie's two hours long. We don't need more. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I think uh, that's going to wrap it up for Popcorn for Dinner this week. Uh, This is Jeff. And Kelly. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) 